morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> Serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Party's coming up. When are we allowed to start mailing it in? I know Chuck gave oh. us. Chuck said that like the day after Thanksgiving. But when are we allowed no, I, to? to? be honest, I've, I've known Charlie for about 10 years. I think he started mailing it in around 2010. Oh, okay. okay so not specific <laughs> to this show, this station, or this calendar year, to be honest. Coincidentally, Chuck's not here right now, so we can talk about him all Correct. Here. I think he's going to make an appearance. He's our Blues beat reporter these days. Sorry, Sally. We got Chuck down there holding these guys accountable. We need Strick. We got Chuck. Yeah, he's going to stop by. 62 Chuck will make an appearance. Kenny Wallace, we believe. We haven't made contact, Maybe. but he's probably sitting at the uh, Ruby Tuesdays having lunch by himself. Talk to Kenny coming up at about 12.30. I think we'll do a little Fast Eddie report, too, because he loves the Blues. He was there in Vegas when they won that big game. Maybe he can help turn this thing around. Is he here or is he somewhere else? I don't know. Okay. And then we call him. He's like, man, is that what this segment's about now where I'm at? I'm like, yes. It's always interesting. It's more fun. But with the Christmas party season now here, we've got a little get-together on Saturday. Is there different etiquette depending on your place of work? You know, so the sports radio gang, we're kind of a laid-back. You can have... Like, I think you can get drunk at Randy's party and nobody cares. I think it's fine. I don't know if I'd go to the two Fox party, which we don't have, but we used to have, and get drunk. I don't think I would. You know, like, is there, does it depend where you work? Yes, if it's If it's it the guys and they all work at the auto body shop and they have a little get together, you can probably throw down a little bit. If it's a big corporate function, IBM, whatever, it's probably like, oh, it's not much fun. Just go, hi, everybody, make an appearance and leave. A lot of those bigger corporate ones, you probably can't really have fun. Plus, I would love to hear some nightmare stories from the Christmas party. Some lampshades. Just at work. Get a little out of control. 855-282-8255. I enjoy hearing those stories. And it relates to seeing the fight between the Blues teammates. Because John Brown was talking about, well, I saw a guy once in the TV business cold cock somebody else in the parking lot. And I started thinking, we've had a lot of, not just McKenna, not just McKenna. There's been a lot of sports media, either fights or near fights. I think Carriker and Slayton almost got into a fight on Channel 5 one night. I should ask Frank about that. But that's not all that common where people at work, it's one thing to hate each other or gossip about each other. It shouldn't be that common that, oh, yeah, our our place, yeah, they started punching each other. Like in hockey, sure, it's going to happen. But there aren't a lot of equivalents to that. You don't work at the insurance agency. Say, oh, yeah, what happened? Ah, right before lunch, uh, Bill just punched Brian right in the face. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did they call the police or go to HR? No, no, they just skated off the ice. No big deal. Sure it happens. Just happens a little more in sports radio. Welcome aboard. Midday Grind here on this Tuesday edition. Yeah, with with that in mind. 
Appliance Discounter is one of our great sponsors. You can find them this holiday season online or any time of year, theappliancediscounters.com. If you're looking to surprise the family, maybe it's a new refrigerator, washer, dryer, stove. I think Strick was looking for a toaster, maybe. He was looking for something a little smaller. But he wasn't going to pay full price. I did tell John at Appliance Discounters, beware the Strick barter. When he walks in with his hockey bag and he sits down, and he's like, hey, hey I, got a, I got a Soup Campbell autographed puck here. I got an Alexander Steen glove. That's you, how Strick You want a Petro puck? I got this right here for you. Strick just walks into places and says, I'll give you all the money in my wallet for that product. Could he, be a lot, could be a little. He really does carry around <laughs> random blues items. Appliance discounters. The point is you won't need to barter because the prices are so good already. Big name appliances, Electrolux, GE, Frigidaire, Samsung, all at the lowest price. Theappliancediscounters.com or in person. Six area locations. That includes St. Charles, Baldwin, South County, Webster Groves, in the city, and in Fairview Heights, Illinois. One of our great sponsors. Think of them this holiday season if you're looking for an appliance. Was it Strick who said last week, tis the season in regards to getting discounts at all these appliance stores? <laughs> I didn't know if he was talking about festive times, having people over, tis the season, or if it was specific to a discount. <laughs> tis the season. But I've started to apply that to other topics as well. Uh, Cardinal news. There is no news. Zach Britton could be in play. Frank had a great nugget. Somebody told him last night. The lefty reliever. Hey, did you know his dad went to Cahokia High School? So now Frank wants him. I love how we always have a hook. When Troy Gloss got traded here, they said, oh, his wife competes in equestrian, and there's some farm in mid-Missouri she likes to go to. Oh, then they're coming here. We do that as much as anybody, don't we? We'll find some connection. For years, John Beeline was either going to coach at Mizzou or SLU because he likes the Cardinals. John Beeline is a big Cardinal fan. I think they came and played in St. Louis. Probably even got written about a little bit. So then we started connecting the dots. Man, he should he should probably take the Mizzou job. I mean, he likes the Cardinals. Tom Crean might come here because he's buddies with La Russa. I guess every market connects those dots, but it seems we like that local story, that local hook a little more. Like, will Zach Britton, will he sign here because his dad went to high school at Cahokia? Well, I mean, maybe his dad had a bad experience in Cahokia. Yeah, we're, we're sort why, of assuming. That's why Trell Davis was never a Ram. After that horrific, horrific experience. That was shot had. and stabbed several times. Uh, no news out of Vegas yet. The big story, of course, Bryce Harper's going to be paraded around. Others are also trying to make some money. How about Adam Adovino, the former Cardinal, putting it out there that you know he's pretty good. And you look at his numbers, huge strikeouts last year. So he was asked about pitching today versus the old days. And he said, I would strike Babe Ruth out every single time. I never saw Adam Adovino as a Deion Sanders. To, I, the quotes just jump out at you because it's so, it doesn't sound like it's him. Maybe the agent got to him and said, sell yourself. He said, if Babe Ruth were playing now, he'd be hitting 140 with eight homers. I don't mind a little bravado, but I don't think you got to take down Babe Ruth, right? He's pretty good. Like you're Adam Adovino. God bless you. Make as much money as you can. Seemed like a nice enough guy when he was here. He's been gone for a long time. I don't know if trash truck and Babe Ruth does much for me. Like, does that does that raise your price tag? No, because you can't prove it. Correct. But I think that is an interesting thing to to wonder, though. Let the analytics geeks hash it out. <laughs> I just don't want Adam Adovino saying, "Yeah, I'd strike Babe Ruth out every time." If it were a better uh, 
pitcher, like if Craig Kimbrell said, yeah, I think I'd I, strike I, out. Yes, Babe Ruth I think every I time. could live with that. So it's more so much the guy saying, yeah, it that's I mean, God you. bless him, nice guy. Or if his agent paid. said it, Adam Adovino's agent trying to pump him up, or this guy would, you know, the Babe, right? It's, He'd strike him out every time. It seems out of character, <laughs> but it also doesn't work for me. <laughs> I mean, it's like on ESPN.com, it's on like the front page. Otto Vino says he'd strike out Babe Ruth every time. If you're reading that and it says Verlander says it, you go, oh, wow, that's kind of, I wonder why he was, Dan Patrick probably asked him that kind of question. Okay. Or if it says Clayton Kershaw says I'd strike Babe Ruth out every time unless it's October. That would be more interesting. Nothing against Adam Otto Vino. He's trying to make some money. Obviously, he's trying to. What do they call it? Pump your own tires? Baseball has a big marketing problem. How many people are logging on to ESPN.com, see that headline, and go, out of who? Right. <laughs> well, you expected more to happen in the first. That's what I'm saying. That's how slow it's been in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, someone needs to make a trade. I mean, Billy Sign Hamilton. Someone. Billy Hamilton signing with the Royals. Ivan Nova dealt to the White Sox. That was the big news today. Okay. So Pittsburgh lost another starter. Mostly you just need to keep uh, keep an eye out on the mystery teams. That will be that would be a good. Hey Mo, are you guys a mystery team? Well, if we were, we wouldn't tell you. Wouldn't be a mystery. I think their week's going to be really boring. You think teams will tell? They could go to John Hammond. Hey, 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 come here. We're in on Harper, but uh, don't tell anyone. We're you're, the mystery team. And you're like, you're you're Seattle. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe you. You're Minnesota. I don't believe you. Corey Kluber does appear to be. In play. Dodgers apparently heavy in on him. Dodgers trying to clear out the outfield, Martin. And the Yankees have said they don't need Harper. They're on the right. Now, you don't believe any of these guys no. this time of year. No, I don't. Brian They're all liars. Ca- Brian week. Cashman apparently rattled off six of their outfielders and said, we don't need him, which always is the great argument. Where would you play him? Said we don't need him, and they wouldn't play him at first base. So the Yankees have publicly said, out on Harbor. The Cardinals have more or less said we're out on Harbor. But they're lying. The Phillies owner has said, we're in on everybody. <laughs> Sign them all. We'll do something stupid. Harper to the Phillies makes sense. Nationals, I wouldn't rule them out completely. Would that be a mystery team because people are writing them off? That's not a mystery. No, that's the incumbent. Dodgers makes for Harper. Sense. Especially if they clear a space, if they trade Puig or Bellinger. So you got about three teams. But again, so far, nothing interesting has happened, but it's a great trip. You're in Vegas. And maybe that's what these GMs are like. Maybe put it in a bad location. Then that'll get things moving a little bit. Right. I mean, hey, guys, we're doing the winter meetings in Little Rock, Arkansas next year. All right, fine. We'll make some trades. We'll sign some players. <laughs> you win. Gary, Indiana, the location for the winter meetings. Get to work. Doesn't it feel that way? Like, they're in this great location. Like, what's that? Uh, if you have a press conference or two. I mean, the big story was Sunday night that Lee Smith and Harold Baines got in. And then on Monday, that was the big story, making the rounds. And I feel really mean or a wet blanket. But even Harold Baines, and God bless him, he's excited. I just, I just don't see it. I think it's going to open up Pandora's box for lots of other players, too. Well, it opened up a bunch of Salos Cardinal fans, at least on my Twitter, um... Timeline just complaining more about Jim Edmonds. Edmonds, Larry Walker, Dwight Evans. There's all these players who were like really good players, really good players. And now Harold, and God bless him, he's up there. He seems excited about it. I even saw somebody be like, well, hey, anyone who was wondering, now you don't have to worry about Yachty anymore. And I was like, really? Is now now time so, just to jump on and be like, hey, we got Yachty. Don't worry, guys. Got, 
Like he's getting in because Harold Baines got in. Yeah, like it was like it was like clearly the yardstick was moved so far back you don't have to even worry about Yachty anymore. I guess the point is that the winter meeting so far, not much has happened. Maybe there'll be some Harper moving. At some point, Scott Boris will hold court. And then we need get, the nicknames. Then you'll get all the great quotes. Yes. So maybe Adam Adovino saw the the vacuum there and just said, Hey, I can step up. I can step up and I can I can own this with a couple of ridiculous comments. You guys want to make a trade? No, we got reservations at Nobu for dinner. Let's let's worry a little bit later. Doesn't That's it why the way it needs to be in a bad location. Like Toledo or yes. something, you know? Whoa. Whoa. Oh, hi, Chuck. Oh. Are you from Toledo? Now, hold on a second. I was driving from Blues practice. 20 minutes. I had to stop and run an errand, Where? and then I was going to go right to Fox 2. Where's the errand? To do my story. Batteries Plus. Oh, I had to get my key fob fixed as well as uh, trying to work on the uh, the garage door opener. Nobody oh, cares about that. That's a but anyway, store. Yeah. I was driving to Fox 2, and I started listening to you guys talk about if Adam Adovino could strike out Babe Ruth, and I said, I, I got to come help these guys out. They clearly have no content. Third-hour topic. Whoa, whoa. Great to be here, though. Whoa, that's come on. And also, Do you agree with my premise that he's he's not a guy who should be saying it? A hundred percent. And look. <laughs> of all people, I God hate, bless him. Listen, I hate when the older generation – rips on millennials because I think it's become such an easy default tool. However, Adam Adovino, know your role, bro. Stay like your you're lane, a good player, son. but you're Adam Adovino and, and you're good. Don't get me wrong. Huge strikeouts. He was a nice fantasy player last year. You're talking about Babe Ruth, Correct. arguably the greatest player, Correct. maybe not arguably the greatest baseball player of all time. And also I get it. If you're, if you're comparing baseball players from 1880 and 1890, right? But Babe Ruth, we're talking the the teens, kind the twenties. Kind of big deal. Yeah, I think Babe Ruth would do just fine against Adam Adovino. What if he had said, "Man, I would totally own Harold Baines." Now that would be that's fair. <laughs> just don't go, Babe Ruth. Uh, Chuck Marlow joins the conversation, fresh from another day at the rink. He's kind of giving Strick run for his money, I would say. Uh, tone today, you were there stirring it up yesterday. I was not you stirring it up. I fight. heard rumors that you told them to start fighting for the sake of TV ratings. I was simply doing my job. December and, sweeps. And Dave Sharp got the video. Oh, okay. The media, our role is just to tell people what happened. Right? Am I wrong there? Correct. But people were... Well, one, oh, there's always people there's complaining always people about everything. Complaining. Wow. No, I think, I think today it was an optional. Because I was on the morning after, I got there a little bit late, actually. And apparently I saw on Twitter that uh, Zach Sanford was skating around and talking with Steve Ott on the ice. Once I got there, most of the guys were off the ice. Some of the people kind of just uh, waiting at the end and uh, getting some extra work in. Ryan O'Reilly, by the way. Did, he's anybody always... punch, did any teammate punch another teammate today? I saw no punches. Did okay. any media member punch a media member today? I punch Strick, okay, good. but I do that every day. Okay. So it's nothing, uh, nothing new. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> I just think, I think the, the pulse of the room is... And I have to say, I actually place a little bet on the Blues oh, tonight. Here we go. No, wow. listen. Here we go. Okay. This is insider trading. No, hey, honey, honey. no this is me. Hold off on them no. for the kids just Think yet. about it. This team right now, two or three days of just epic negativity, right? Epic. Sunday, horrible, embarrassing loss at home, 6-1. to one. You already have the injuries going, right? Then on Monday, it's the story of the day, and it's kind of the story – in North America, in terms of hockey, of this fight at practice. It really was. 136,000 views. I mean, millions of views all over the place. And that's your tweet of a picture inside the little... The camera viewfinder. The viewfinder, correct. But if you check, for example, the Fox 2 website, their clean video, I mean, it's all over all hockey media. You My know point, they though, love is, that in Canada. Oh, for sure. My point is, 
you have two or three days of pent-up negativity, aggression, everybody's mad. Then you're back at home tonight. You got Jaden Schwartz coming back, and you're facing a bad team. And again, it would not surprise me if the Blues come out just rolling and crush the Panthers. That's, that's my opinion. I'm putting myself out there. They are going to take two or three days, 72 hours of negativity, and come out guns blazing. I hope Pat Rune fights somebody right out the gate, Ooh. and it's just going to be like a four to one game. A that's my out prediction. Of the gate, or like, would you be okay if you just like got in a fight? An with opponent. Just, okay. <laughs> Am I wrong on that take? Because you see the Blues coming out just like so mad right now that they just come out tonight and just. Guns blaze. I'm not sure. Just punches Steen right in the head. I'm just not sure what they're capable of. I'm going to say that they lose again, and that wow, that the story continues, and then they'll win on you Friday. You want Chuck to lose money tonight, no, Chuck? I'm I on don't. your side. I want I the want Blues to, to win, and I, I want, want your bank account to, to grow. Mybookie.ag. You can get the Blues minus a goal and a half for plus two twenty. If they win by two goals, all I'm saying is it feels like the type of game. Where I the know Blues come saying. out swinging. I, I want know exactly Jamie May to have a Merry Christmas, and because of that, I want the Blues to win tonight. I'm Listen, you only bet that. what you can lose. It's for fun. It's a hobby. I'm rooting for that. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to see it. I just have a feeling that they're just so disjointed. I don't. I, and Chris Kerber said it. We should clip it off. He said this can go one of two ways. He said it could be the turning point, kind of rallying, and they'll fire him up. He said, or it could. Just for, what do you, we need to look up his exact phrase, but basically saying this could further splinter the room. Also, look at the Blues this season, though. They are very inconsistent even before what happened in the last couple of days. They've, they've shown themselves to be really good on given nights, and then they kind of lay an egg. They clearly laid an egg Correct. on Sunday, so it really shouldn't be that big of a surprise if they come out tonight, play really well, and also you're at home against a poor team. But they were at home against a poor team in Vancouver. Okay, so I, but... It's, the theme of the season is up about, and down, up I, and down, peaks but, and valleys. But I think it's about one out of every three that they're good as opposed to one out of every two that they're good. They played 28 games. They've won 10. I'm not arguing with you. I know what you're saying. You're probably going to be correct, and they'll play well. Like, oh, all right, the boys are back again, and then they'll fall on their face. That is more likely to happen. I just have a feeling that they'll continue to have problems. But one win also will not solve this Correct. tonight because we've seen this before. They need to go on the run. And maybe right now there's too many injuries for that to happen. And maybe it doesn't even make sense for this year's Blues team to do that if they're looking more towards the future. But don't you think it's fair to say this team is not as bad or shouldn't or be as shouldn't bad be as, as bad. their place in the standings? I think the most disappointing thing in the last 24 hours is that Chad Johnson, who appeared to be decent and was good for a minute and helped you win some games, you don't need him anymore. He's gone. So in a season that may be going nowhere, your immediate thought would be, well, let's give that Huso some looks. Let's see what he can do. Maybe he is going to be the answer. The Jake thing is sort of not working out. I think that's fair But to he's say. super hot right now. He is. Who, Jake? Jake, I mean, over the last month or so. Just give up three goals. Okay, I know, his, I know his performance on Sunday was Six bad, shots. but he's been... Okay, well, I, overall, I can't, I can't he's been good. Discount that though, okay, I know, but he's been Look, really if good. If you remove all Jake Allen's bad starts, no, that's wait, not is true this at all. Over here? That is not true. <laughs> you take away the three goals on six shots Sunday. I'm okay? going to look this up. Jake Allen. I know what you're he saying. had. He had a bad game Sunday. He's been really good for his last couple weeks. Okay, I'm going to look up the numbers well, to know, support that. I know, I know, but I'm saying, I'm not sure he's the guy. I think that's a fair take in this town. So then you get rid of Chad Johnson in a season that appears to be going nowhere other than fighting at practice and firing the coach. You know what? Let's at least see this Ville Husso every once in a while. 
He's not even able to come up because he got leapfrogged by Jordan Binnington while none of us were paying attention. I'm sure Strick knew that. Isn't that also disappointing? Yes. That you have a young backup goalie. Okay, that's fine. We like Jay Johnson. Oh, well. Let's see this who's – oh, no, no. He's actually not been good. Yeah, the oh, only crap. The only redeeming part of this entire storyline is that their first-round pick from two years ago, Evan Fitzpatrick, who just won Player of the Month in the East Coast Hockey League, is now up in San Antonio because Bennington got called up. So there might be a young goalie actually in the pipeline who actually plays well in San Antonio. Hopefully he doesn't fall apart like Huso did because then that will be – just icing on the cake. And also, I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but Bennington is 25 years old. He's played one NHL game back in 2016 with the Blues. We have seen weird things happen with goalies and backup goalies over the years, so he could get a shot Absolutely. and do well But you know my as well. point about Huso was the one we had heard a Correct. lot about and was sort of promised. All right, here's what Chris Kerber had to say about reacting to the fight. Very different reactions, I think, depending on who you talk to, but, uh, you know, frankly little nastiness and, and frustration boiling over. The, when, when I've experienced these things in my career and seen them before, Frank, uh, one of two things happens. You either come together and you do something with it or it tears things apart. And I guess we're about to find out which is which. I think that's a totally fair take. Tears things apart. I think that's a guy who knows that this team is fragile. They've admitted that. So we'll see. Maybe Chuck is right. What do you think? 855, it's a great text topic. 855-282-8255. Your expectation tonight from the Blues. Does this rally the team a bit? Do they come out scrap? I think most people would say, hey, Bortuzzo, hit somebody on the other team. I think most people, that was sort of a common thing. Shirley Washington, not a hockey insider, Charlie. I'm not what? Sure yes, she is. I love Shirley. On the 11 o'clock news last night, we were in the commercial break, and she said, that guy kind of looked like a bully. Is that a bully move? And I said, well, they're teammates. It happens. But... I think some people would say, eh, pick on someone your own size or do it in a game. You'd I think be, that's fair. You'd be more impressed if Bortuzzo took on a bigger opponent tonight I, or just an opponent. It is funny how in hockey we give it a lot more thought to teammates fighting, whereas if it came out during the season, eh, Matt Carpenter just punched Brett Cecil in the face. We'd like It'd be like, oh, my God, is right. he nuts? Why is he doing that? In hockey, it's like, well, you know, maybe this might inspire the team a little bit. I was saying that earlier. I said there's not many walks of life where you could just say, yeah, Martin and Charlie, yeah. And, oh, uh, hey, Audrey, it's my boss. Charlie's not going to do the 10. I just punched him right in the face. Okay, all right, well, you guys work it out. But how about this? Because it kind of uh, it provides some synergy with another sports story. Who's the guy that everybody's talking about in baseball? Adam Adovino, because he's going to strike out Babe Ruth. Bryce Harper. Oh, him too. What happened with Bryce Harper and a teammate three, four years ago, whenever it was? Pavelbon. Jonathan Pavelbon. Didn't he choke Bryce Harper, basically grabbed him by the neck in the dugout oh, and then during the a Series. game? And we still want Bryce Harper. Well, These I, things happen. Yeah, they do happen. Well, but I yes, I think Portuzo kicked the crap Pavelbon, out of Zach though. We want Bryce Harper. Just right. Bryce Harper react. has also went out there and beat up... Uh, Hunter Strickland. All I'm saying is anybody oh, beats up a Strickland, we approve of. Okay? That's true. But look, different. That's this different. is professional sports. This is testosterone, egos, frustration is high. It's the sure. highest level of competition. These things happen. It was a huge story yesterday. I don't think it's going to linger much further. If they go on a run, I think we will joke and say that fight sparked them. If they go six and two over their next couple weeks. What if Bryce Harper says to Mo, I'll sign with St. Louis, I'll do it for a year less and even less AAV than other teams have offered, but I get to punch Andy Strickland whenever I want. Wow. Deal. I mean, Mo would do it. I'd do it. 
Strick might even do it. <laughs> hey, how about a word from Sharp City? Because Charlie's been talking about this. Holidays, people are coming over. Mm-hmm. They have those knives sharpened for the holiday. And then you do a little voice during that commercial of somebody kind of whining and nagging about the knives. Sounds like, like a voice that's been banned on this show. It's not a voice I'm familiar with. It's funny you say that because my wife listened. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, I like you're doing that voice in the commercial. And I said, actually, that's not you. It was more Burrelli cutlery. Did you think it was? 100%. Yeah, uh, this is perfect. 100%. <laughs> All right, I heard it, and I said... Can Martin bring the Jess voice back then? I used to no. do the Jess oh, voice, yeah. and, it, and it wasn't as complimentary as I meant it to be because I love Jess. <laughs> love but it, Jess. But it sounded like I was making fun of her, and I was it just... Did. It was just a role we were playing, like the wife being mad at you, and then you cut a spot for Burrelli, and it totally sounds like you did my Jess voice. Like, the knives. And I'm like, wait a minute. How did he do that? It was basically, it's kind of a nagging mom or grandma voice. Because the spot is, it's the holiday season, you're trying to carve the turkey, you're trying to carve the ham, don't use that dull knife, and carve the turkey, okay? Get the brand new <laughs> what voice knife was that? That's at Bertarelli Cutlery, okay? Go to Sharp City, or take the old dull knives, get them sharpened there. You're a dull knife! You're, no, you are. At Bertarelli Cutlery, 1927 Marconi, on the web, BertarelliCutlery.com. Uh, Jober from Jober's Jokes of the Week has chimed in. 99% chance the Blues lose tonight. I disagree with that. Wow. This team has been called. I would put it at 99. This team has been the laughing stock of the NHL the last couple days. And they have pride. And they're not that bad. And they're pissed off. They're not as bad as they are in the standings, in my opinion. And they're pissed off right now. And I think they take out all of this aggression tonight on the Panthers. That's my opinion. And this would be more of a. End of the day topic for Hoff because it's something that we didn't look up. <laughs> I think the Panthers beat the snot out of the Blues twice last year with the addition of Chris Bronger in management. I, we'll look it up for the end of the day. We'll also talk to Kenny Wallace. Chuck Marlowe is uh, double dipping. It must be a con- you're like a Ozuna. You got the shoulder fixed. I don't even know who you are. Truthfully, contract year. I was driving to Fox Two and I'm like, you I have nothing else to do. Really, us. I drove right past the station. I'm like, I might as well come in here. And uh, throw out some hot takes for half an hour. To be fair. So Chuck's here. 1 o'clock. It is the hard line. As we go to the break, another word from our friends at Our Little Haven. And now, a special holiday letter from Our Little Haven. Dear Our Little Haven, this year, my family has been blessed. We are currently fostering two young boys who came to us the day before Thanksgiving. We welcome them into our home, and we help them feel safe. This Christmas, they will be with us, and we are thankful that we get to share this time with them. Because of your help, and the support of the community, David and Daniel will wake up Christmas morning to some special gifts just for them. They are five and seven, but this will be their first time they experience the joy every child deserves this time of year. Fostering these two boys has been a rewarding experience for my family. Thank you for bringing David and Daniel into our lives. Our Little Haven works with young children during the formative years in their lives when the care we provide can do the most good and have a lasting effect. To learn more about the services offered through Our Little Haven or to find out how you can help, visit OurLittleHaven.org.